0: What's going on eaters and feeders, welcome to another Meal Prep Biz 101 podcast where I discuss starting and growing meal prep businesses. Some of this audio is stripped straight from episodes on my YouTube channel and some episodes are exclusive to podcasts, so you're going to want to make sure that you're subscribed to both so you don't miss out on any of my weekly content. You'll also want to check out mealprepbiz101.com where I've got tons of free content and resources like free software that will run your entire business, free boot camps, free ebooks, private groups, one-on-one consulting, marketing help, and much more. So head on over to mealprepbiz101.com today and find the answers that you've been looking for. What's going on, eaters and feeders? I want to make a quick preface to this episode because it is a little out of date. All the information is still very accurate. But one of the more recent developments that has happened since way back in 2019 which is when this episode was originally recorded is I am now working with a software service that does specialize in the meal prep industry and they are the whole kit and caboodle. So I do describe CRMs because they are foundational to customer service. I do mention MailChimp which is an email service and Zapier which is automation. All of that is done with the software that I now have access to. And if you want to check out that software, I do have some walkthrough demos, uh, some videos on my YouTube channel, as well as on mealprepbiz101.com. Again, all of the information in this episode is still accurate. This episode is from a series of episodes that I was making back in 2019 where the hypothetical situation was you're starting a business with just 500 bucks. How would you do it? How would I do it? And I kind of walk through some scenarios. I do mention HubSpot and Insightly CRMs in this episode, still accurate information. But in addition to those, there's also the option of the meal prep software that I am now working with. So... If you're interested in that, again, check out the walkthrough demos on my YouTube channel as well as mealprepbiz101.com. But other than that, this is a very integral episode, a lot of good information in it and some foundational stuff for starting your business because customer service is something that I believe this business and many businesses should focus a lot of attention on. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy. Customer service with just $500. Now in the beginning... You are the customer service, right? You only got $500, so that's not much of a budget to hire a customer service team. This is a good thing though. This is gonna give you a very intimate knowledge with a lot of problems that arise. You'll get a great rapport and relationship with your customers. So starting with you, how are we gonna make it, so that you're as effective as possible to be the customer service agent. I need to start with you so you know what expectations to have of your customer service staff and you can lead by example. You can get on the phone, as I love to do, or I'll BCC uh, our guys with emails, just to give them an example of how I would handle situations so they're constantly learning. So starting with you, so we can set the right expectations not only for yourself, your customers, but also your future employees, I would suggest getting on some Eckhart Tolle or some kind of ego controlling and awareness education. Eckhart Tolle, I would recommend uh, wholeheartedly. I would start with The Power of Now. Um, I'll maybe try to put a link in the bottom if I could remember, but you can find him very easily. I suggest getting him on Audible. Very, very knowledgeable dude. Um, pseudo... I don't really want to describe it in any way because I think it give you the wrong impression, but um, very, very good knowledge when it comes down to recognizing ego, not only in yourself but also in other people and when you're able to recognize it, it helps you kind of slow things down. If you've ever learned a, a very fast paced sport or boxing or martial art, there's a certain point where things start to slow down and you're able to... Like they talk about baseball players being able to see the stitching on the ball when it's coming up for the hit. Boxers, when you start when it starts really clicking, it's almost like punches from your from your trainer. Just one day, it seems like they start coming slower. and It's just because you you've got down that rhythm. You're able to kind of see what's coming. So when you're able to recognize it in yourself and in others, it allows you to stay present for the customer service experience and that's something that is essential. But before we get into that, let's start with the foundation. Let's talk software. Now, I know I discussed um, software in another episode and I have plans on doing some Zapier videos and some CRM walkthroughs, so take a look for those because they may already be out and done. But we're gonna start with the CRM. What is a CRM? A client relationship manager, a database where you store all of your customers' information, their name, their contact information, notes about them now related specifically to, and this is integral with any business. You're gonna need a CRM. I don't care if you're selling tires. You're going to want to be able to reach out to your customers afterwards, beforehand, chase them down. This is good for you know working leads, retention on existing members, follow up with people you've lost, all these things. You wanna store this all in one easy to access, easy to search database, and that's your CRM. Now, a true CRM should have marketing capabilities where you can at least set up some email. Um, Some of them will allow you to text and communicate other ways, but there should be a way to communicate through the CRM. Otherwise, in my uh, my definition, that wouldn't be a real CRM. It's just a client database. If you're able to manage the relationship and the engagement and communicate through that and record all the notes and all the interactions and everything, that's what a CRM is. So, how would you set up your CRM? Um, there's, I'll, I'll do some walkthroughs on that. I don't wanna get into specifics, but you're gonna be dealing with uh, fields or properties depending on the terminology, but it's basically different data fields where you're collecting you know address name all that other pertinent information as well as notes you're going to want to know about the client when you talk to them let's say you're starting off with a lead a lead would go into the crm you're able to follow up with it you're able to schedule if you're if you have to call them a few times you know to get them on the phone and eventually tell them about your program and get them signed up you're going to want a system that helps you keep track of everybody and where they are and when they need to be contacted, when they were last contacted, what's happened before. So in the beginning of the relationship, it's integral. Throughout the entire relationship, it's integral. When you lose them, it's a really good thing because you're able to not only reach out to them again, maybe get some feedback that you can learn from, but also keeps all the stats. I'm assuming at this point I've convinced you that you need a CRM no matter how big or small you are. Now you might not be thinking that CRMs are affordable. Some are very expensive, but you don't need to start with all the bells and whistles. If you're starting off with 500 bucks, I've got some great, there's a lot of free CRMs, and I can recommend a few. Are you looking for an ordering system that will automate the menial but crucial tasks to help your meal prep grow and to help you capture more profit? Then head on over to mealprepbiz101.com to learn more about the most advanced piece of software that this industry has ever seen. It can seamlessly integrate with your existing website or provide a turnkey e-commerce solution if you don't already have one. Automate everything from taking orders to marketing to customer service and it's all under one roof. You can literally be live within a day and avoid all of the time, the headache and the expense associated with other solutions. The best part is there's no monthly subscription and there's no annual fee. To learn more, head on over to mealprepbiz101.com. I will in this video. As I've mentioned in one of the first videos um, that you may or may not have seen, I am very good at finding either a free version of the software or figuring out way to, I don't want to say hack, but uh, squeeze a little bit more out of any version of software that you are able to get. So When it comes to a CRM, um, I can recommend two, because we've used two. Uh, The first one we didn't start off with, but this was the last CRM that we were with, is called Insightly. Insightly is spelled I-N, just like Unsightly, instead of an I, so it's I-N-S-I-G-H-T-L-Y and uh, we loved insightly they've uh, evolved and offer they offer a lot more things than when we first started um, there's a free version that's what we first started with and i believe at the time unless they've changed it it was a um, first uh, it was uh, free for the first three logins so you could have one company profile with three different people logging in and you'd have free access it did have some limitations on some of the features as far as like custom fields and things like that. But when you're first starting off, you could probably make it work if you have to. If not, if you really need to customize some of your fields. Um, And if you have any questions on CRMs or Zapier or any of the other things that we discussed in this video or other videos, feel free to reach out. I'd love to walk you through it or help you out in any way that I can. Because I know for a lot of people, they don't have a background um, in you know, CRMs and tech and software and things like that. So I love sharing my knowledge because that's something that um, you know I I have a big interest in. So I'm always trying to learn these other things. But anyway, um, if you wanted to uh, use the paid version of Insightly, I believe it starts off at like 25 bucks, and it's very affordable. But again, there is a free version. Um, I'm sure the paid version probably unlocks. Um, you know, like I said, the customizable features and probably some more rewards. We have recently, in the last few months, transitioned off of Insightly. Um, We did it for a few reasons, but I... If I hadn't found HubSpot, I wouldn't be terrified or, you know, there's just some extra things that I found in HubSpot. Now, when it comes to HubSpot, I, as much as I liked Insightly, and we were with them for years, HubSpot is pretty amazing. They've got a lot more features. Now, those features do come with a significant price. They do get very expensive. But what's beautiful about HubSpot is there's a lot of integrations um, with these other platforms. They have all these uh, unlockable packages and they have different tiers on each of those packages. So it does get very expensive. But compared to other things like Salesforce and a lot of other uh, programs out there, the features to the price is still, um, I I still think it's it's a pretty amazing value. So the free version of HubSpot, and yes, there is a free version of HubSpot, still has a lot of really cool features. I believe it does let you automate um, a good deal of things. But the the great thing is it's not too expensive when you want to start getting into the uh, packages. Now when it comes down to the limitations that you face with these CRMs, especially when it comes down to automating. You can't see this whole room, but there's not a lot of desks in this room, yet we're able to manage hundreds and hundreds of active members ordering each week out of this room with this many people, and we've got a handful of people. Only two of them regularly get on the phone. Why is that? Because I've automated so much using CRMs and different programs. Um, It it allows these guys, they've got so much leverage through the software that they're able to do a lot of stuff and be very attentive without it taking a lot of their time. For instance, through a program called Zapier, and that is uh, Zapier, how do I describe it? You've got software over here and software over here, wish they could talk to each other. Zapier allows that to happen. It has to be an approved, uh, uh, not approved, but have an integration with, but they have a lot. HubSpot and Insightly definitely have some uh, great utilities in there. So what you can do, for instance, is let's say you have uh, a MailChimp account. Okay, MailChimp, if you're not familiar, it's for sending out email campaigns. So MailChimp will send out your email if people are subscribed to a list. You can set up an automated feature in MailChimp. HubSpot could you know, that'll store all of your dispositions and all the data and everything. So let's say you want a, uh, a certain email to go out when someone orders your food for the first week. Let's say it's a follow-up email. You wanna, they just had their first week of food. You wanna follow up and make sure their initial experience with customer service or sales or whatever was great. So you wanna make it so that when their disposition, whatever way you wanna describe this, In the crm says this person's on their first week when that field says this person's on the first week you can have it so zapier is constantly reading that field waiting for it to say first week and when that happens it'll automatically send out this email it will take that person's name email whatever information that you want and fill that out into a template and we can get into that in other videos but just to give you an idea of how you can leverage these crms to not only store the information and keep record of everything, but it could also automatically send out an email, send out a text, schedule an appointment, schedule a task, schedule a follow-up. A lot of really cool stuff can be done, but it all starts with being on a CRM. So again, we'll go into Zapier in depth in other videos. Um, it's It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. If you're looking for answers to questions or problems that I don't cover in any of my videos or content, then you may wanna consider booking a one-on-one consultation with me. We'll do a deep dive into your situation and obstacles to find you solutions and remedies to get you where you wanna be faster and easier. After growing Fit Food Fresh, the Florida's highest-rated meal prep company from nothing, I can assure you that I've made most of the mistakes and dodged most of the bullets, and I can give you a perspective that will help you see around corners and solve issues that you don't even see coming. We'll book an hour at a time as needed, and I record every session and give you a copy so you don't have to worry about taking notes, just focusing on the problems and the solutions we're discussing. To book your first hour, head on over to mealprepbiz101.com. I'm excited to learn more about you and your service, and I look forward to helping you grow as a business, as an entrepreneur, and as an individual. The most important thing, now that we've got the CRM set up, the most important thing is how you handle your customers. You're inevitably, you know, your business is gonna be run by humans. Things may be cooked wrong, delivered wrong, someone may have said the wrong thing in an email or on the phone and at some point you're going to be dealing with a negative customer experience how you deal with that is an amazing opportunity my philosophy is if if our service is flawless from day one for five years you're just eventually you're just going to expect it to be there you're not going to be amazed by it you're not going to appreciate it anymore but if there's a mistake you show up on people's radar they're looking at you now, you just messed up. If you recover in an oppressive way from that mistake, you can actually earn more points with them in their the front of their mind than someone who just sees you show up every single day of flawlessly and the food's good, but they're just used to it because that's just how it's always been. They never see you really come to the front of their brain and like get under that microscope and then perform and really impress them. So look at negative customer service experiences as potentials for very positive customer service experiences that could win you a lifelong client. Are you going to do that? Well, I've got some basic fundamental bullets that you want to hit. And I I really try to drill it into our team here whenever I have the opportunity because you have to remember and think of who you're dealing with. In the beginning of the video, um, I mentioned Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle, helped me understand and really get a good concept of the ego and another thing he describes as the pain body, but I won't go into that vocabulary because that's for him to describe, but the ego. The way Eckhart Tolle has helped me conceptualize the ego for a great visual, uh, Ron English, Baby Hulk. Look that up in Google images, you'll see basically Hulk with a baby, like a sad baby head. And that's what I now envision the ego to be. So the ego, think of it as a separate being that is within everybody. It's not true to who they really are, but it's like this kind of dumb reptilian part of our brain that's just very reactive and very defensive. So the ego of your client, when they pay for something and it's not what they expected, gets inflamed. And they might be pissed off from some other issue it might have just been you know your food is just the the straw that broke the camel's back so let's say the food showed up late or you put the wrong meal in there and they're going to be you know how dare you yada 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 you got this ego inflamed and it might not be obvious at first but either way it's always important to address it this way start off with an apology immediately apologize even if you think it might be Something they did wrong. Even like, let's say they—it's the wrong meal. But you're like, I'm pretty sure you ordered the wrong meal. Until you are 100% certain, and even afterward, even if you are 100% certain, just apologize initially because it—it'll diffuse them, and it doesn't give their ego anything to hit against. When you apologize, that ego's like, okay, well, that's kind of what I wanted, so I'm not going to get further riled up. But when you don't take any of the blame. Their ego might get a little bit more triggered. So, again, jump on it right away. Just a pause. Now, for a quick word from our sponsor, mealprepbiz101.com. Regardless of where you're at along your meal prep journey, I've got content, tools, and resources that'll make your efforts easier and your endeavors more successful. If you're just starting out or maybe doing some research, I suggest you start with the free beginner's bootcamp. That'll come with a free ebook and order tracking system and tell you everything that you need to know in order to get started. If you've already started and you're looking to grow, maybe you want to book a one on one consultation with yours truly. I also have a private group, the Meal Prep Mafia, dedicated to meal prep entrepreneurs who are looking to share, grow, and learn together. Don't forget about the most amazing software that this industry has ever seen. It will practically run your entire business for you. And oh, did I forget to mention it's free? Check out all that and more at mealprepnews101.com. Apologize, suck it up. The next thing you're going to want to do is relate to them. You're going to want to empathize. You're going to want to tell them, you know, start with the apology. I am so sorry that we sent you the wrong meal. Embellish a little bit when you empathize with them we probably ruined your Monday. I'm sure this ruined your Monday. I'm sure this is a horrible way to start your Monday. You and I know it's just, they're missing a muffin. They got a brownie instead of a muffin. It might be something small and trivial, but if you blow it up and their ego sees you blow it up, even beyond what they were looking at, they'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, it is, that is a little exaggerated. Okay, they get the point. You know, I can, but if you try to make light of it, the ego may be insulted by that, and again, you're going to risk triggering it. After we've apologized, you want to show, you know, part of this is like they were trusting you to do this, and now they don't know if they can trust you. And it seems a bit hyperbolic, I know. But again, we're dealing with this inflated, very exaggerated version of a person. So explain what went wrong. not. As an excuse don't make it very be very very careful to put the blame try to make it we we are sorry even if it was the delivery driver who messed up or the packer it's not somebody else's fault take the blame we're very sorry you know whatever else explain how it happened whatever the situation was explain it that shows that you know enough about your business that you're competent to understand what went wrong And that gives me more confidence to believe the next line, which is now you have to describe what you're going to do to make sure this never happens to me again because I'm this angry ego and I'm ferocious. I'm going to smash shit. I'm going to do shit that like I'm going to do and say things that I might not be able to take back. But at the time, I'm not thinking of that. I'm thinking I'm hurt. I don't deserve this. You wronged me. You're to blame. You have to make this right. And if you don't, and if you, if you show me any sign or any hint that you're not taking full blame of this, I'm going to feel even more outraged and, and, and it's going to be a mess. So, again, just to sum it up, apologize, empathize, explain what happened. Don't use it as an excuse. Tell me what you're going to do to make sure this never happens to me. Then you're going to want to thank me. Thank me for being patient. Don't say it in a sarcastic way. What do I get out of this? You've gotta give me something. A refund, am I getting a credit? Give me something to make me feel better about this because especially when the ego's involved and it's a monetary thing, people are very sensitive when it comes to money. If you overcharge somebody, it's a big issue. If people feel like they paid for something and it didn't meet their expectations, it's a big issue. So this being a service industry, this being a product that's gonna be a long-term relationship, being sensitive to, being oversensitive to your client and investing in the long-term is always going to benefit you. And short-term costs can be a long-term payoff, especially, If there's someone who's so impressed by the way that you handled it, and they might even have a little cathartic self-reflection, we've had instances where people actually call back and apologize, and then they feel indebted to us, so they of course refer members, and then their friends who are being referred to us know how hard it is to appease that person, so they're even more credible when they give that referral, as opposed to somebody who just loves everything. You know, no one's gonna believe them. We're like, oh yeah, try these guys. If you have someone who's self-proclaimed foodie or difficult to deal with or picky or any of those, their friends know that they're difficult to deal with. They know that they're a foodie. They know that they're picky. They've been to restaurants with them. So if they recommend a restaurant or a food service and they especially mention the customer service in the way they recovered, you'll have another member for life. And that's going to wrap up another episode of the Meal Prep Biz 101 podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to make sure that you've subscribed not only to the podcast, but also to my YouTube channel. And you're going to find links to everything below. But you have to understand, there's some stuff that has to be in video format. If I'm going through screen shares and whatever else, stuff that you need visual aids for, it's really not going to translate to a podcast very well. So it's only going to be found in a video format on my YouTube channel. There's also stuff that's only going to be done in a podcast because, honestly, I was too lazy to make a video on it. And... You're also going to want to check out mealprepbiz101.com because there's also some material that isn't going to be applicable to video or audio, stuff like spreadsheets, software, consulting services where we could book a one-on-one, private groups, and so much more. You're definitely going to want to make sure you check out all three platforms, podcast, YouTube, and mealprepbiz101.com. Make sure you check out the links in the show notes. There's always goodies there. A lot of it will bring you to the aforementioned assets that I just uh, detailed for you, as well as some free stuff. So Make sure you check all that out. And don't sell yourself short. You might be missing out on something good, something that you need, something that will answer some questions, save you some time, or save you some money. But that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you again for tuning in, and I hope you have an amazing week.